Hello and welcome. These conversations are all about living life with intention. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and together we're going to talk about the different ways that you can add intention into your life, real, raw stories, and how adding intention to your life can also add a little bit of magic. So stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're here and press play today. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast, friends. I'm Stephanie Isabella, and today we are chatting about are you absorbing other people's stuff, emotions, physical pain, moods? If you're an empath, an intuitive, or even an introvert, this is very likely for you. Absorbing other people's stuff is something that I used to think was completely made up, completely hocus pocus, and um, I no longer feel that way. So I'll also share a few stories of my experiences. And of course, I'm going to give you a few steps of what you need to know and two kind of actionable steps that you can take. So some things that you really need to know and understand if you find that you absorb other people's stuff and then two tangible things that you can actually do and implement into your life to help with this. Because oh, when people used to tell me that this was one of my greatest gifts, it used to grind my gears. It used to make me so irritated, so frustrated and so annoyed because no, you cannot tell me that the greatest source of suffering in my life is also my greatest gift. Thank you very much. Um, But turns out it actually is part of like how I feel the most powerful now and part of my gifts. And I would not have been able to say that if I didn't have a big old dose of humble pie and go, okay, why do I keep hearing this? And how can I make this work for me? Because I refuse to spend my whole life suffering. Okie dokie. So before we dive like really deep into everything, I want to say a welcome back to any returning listeners. Thank you so much for being here. It means a lot that you've not only listened to one episode, but continued to come back and press play and want more of the Living on Purpose podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. And to any new listeners, hello, welcome. It's so nice to have new people joining the podcast. So I truly appreciate you being here also. Um, welcome to both groups, no matter which area or if it's new or not new for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, so what can be absorbed? Like when I'm talking about, are you absorbing stuff from other people? What am I talking about? What does it look like? What does it mean? Essentially, we can absorb lots of different things from other people. So we can absorb emotions, we can absorb like physical pains, energies, um, mental states, vibes, if you will, belief patterns. I think in general, most of us are familiar with the term, you become the five people that you surround yourself with. That's because we are all always absorbing other people's belief patterns, ways of being, and pieces of them. That's part of being human, is absorbing the people that we are around and kind of putting off who we are for other people to then absorb. That's part of being human. And then there are some of us who I think everyone has this ability to deepen their ability to sense or absorb, if you will, other people's stuff. But I think some people are born with it 
already heightened more. So not that we can do it and other people can't, but that maybe it came a bit more natural to us. Like it came more natural to my friends playing soccer in school. Uh, did not come natural to me playing soccer. <laughs> I'll make that very clear. So what did come natural for me is absorbing other people's stuff. And um, I want to just jump in with one of, this was how I was going to end it, but I feel like I need to say this right from the beginning. This is something that you can learn to control and that you can learn to turn on or off. So it doesn't have to rule your life. So I just want to give you that little glimmer of hope um, at the beginning of this episode instead of the end. So when we're thinking about absorbing other people's stuff, because it can be such a wide variety, like I said, it can be like emotions, it can be physical pain, it can be vibes, it can be our mental state, it can be so many different things. It can sometimes be hard to tell, is this mine or is this somebody else's? Is this my shoulder that's hurting right now? Or did my shoulder just start hurting the moment that that person walked into the room and sat down beside me? So in the beginning, well, not even in the beginning, (laughs) I feel like I've been doing this for quite a few years now and I still am learning more and more and more about what I absorb and how I absorb and what my on and offs are and how they work and how to process and deal with and release things that are painful or uncomfortable. But maybe you just notice these things at first. Maybe you just start to be aware of, I didn't feel this way before this happened, before this other person was around. This is an unusual feeling for me. Maybe you just start to become curious and notice yourself absorbing these things. So I'm going to make it a lot more simple for you. I'm going to give you some stories and some examples. You know, we all love stories. And um, I have so many, but I've narrowed it down to uh, three that I'm going to talk about. And they are kind of all in different levels, different degrees, um, and at different points in my development and understanding of being an absorber. So the first one that I want to share with you was when I was camping. So at this point, I think I had, gosh, I should have done some timelines before I started speaking live. <laughs> I had, I think I'd been getting daily migraines at that point for just about two years. I was quite unwell. I wasn't really, like, to be quite honest, my parents were looking after me a lot of the time. I wasn't really able to do things that a quote, normal 27, 28 year old would be able to do. Um, I was really struggling, like struggling making food for myself, struggling managing my finances. Like I was struggling with the basic day to day things um, as a result of my health at the time. And I as like because I was in that situation, I wasn't really going and traveling or doing things like that. I was Uh, much more home-based. And so when my mom went camping, that was an opportunity for me to then also go camping. Um, And also didn't have a lot of money at the time, so I could just kind of set up a tent where her trailer already was. And and that was my camping experience. And um, someone to make food for me also was there. So what I realized, it had been a long time since I'd been around other people. Because I was sick, I was essentially isolating, like, Now we all know the term self-isolation. We're in 2022 now. But this was 
I think it must have been 2018, something like that, maybe 2019 even, 2018, 2018. And I was already living this life of isolation because of my health. It wasn't a choice. It wasn't something that I really wanted, but it was kind of the outcome of getting daily migraines. I didn't want to be around people. And then I found myself at a campground where when I choose to go camping, I tend to go out into the middle of the bush away from cell reception with as few people as possible. Uh, When my mom goes camping, she likes to go to like the nice camping resorts with beautiful trails and like ice cream stores and RVs and like the fancy campgrounds. (laughs) So there were a lot of people around and I set up my tent, which has thin walls and I was wiped out. I remember being so exhausted. I remember being so irritated. I remember being like, I, I was sleeping like all day. Like I needed to have like a four hour nap in the middle of the day because I was just so tired being there. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I felt like I was completely overwhelmed. Like from every single angle of me, I was getting bombarded with thoughts, emotions, stress, anger, fear, all of these things. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, none of this feels like it's mine. And um, actually, I did a meditation to try to calm myself down and get to sleep. And I did an angel meditation. And the angel showed me that actually, this isn't mine. This is a result of absorbing what's going on around me. I'd been isolated for so long that I would just had no boundaries, no walls up. I was just like, here's my little tent with my thin walls and I'm just going to be in the middle of all these people. And once I had that little bit of clarity, uh, I was surprised at first because I actually received that clarity. Um, but it allowed me to make a choice that, you know what? <laughs> Next year, I don't think I'm going to come camp at this spot until I've figured out a bit more of how do I turn this off? Because this was supposed to be my vacation. And I was exhausted. It was not a fun time. I felt terrible the whole time. I had so many intense mood swings that I couldn't explain or I couldn't control. So fast forward, I'll tell you another story here. Um, My mom was diagnosed with cancer and she was going through chemotherapy. And this is a few years after this camping incident. And um, at the time now I had moved back home with my mom. I was living in a suite below her and she was living in the main house above me. And there were multiple times where as she was going through chemo, I would know how she was feeling before I went upstairs to ask her how she was feeling. And I would know because I would have intense nausea. I would have some emotions. I'm not going to get into the emotions because I think that's personal to my mom's story and my mom's journey, but I can share kind of the general chemo symptoms with you that um, aren't so secret, like the, the nausea, the fatigue, um, and then, of course, some of these emotions too. And I would feel this downstairs in my suite. And at this point, I'd been curious enough and I learned that perhaps I'm absorbing things that aren't mine, that when I would go upstairs and ask my mom how she was doing, I would be very curious about exactly how I was feeling. And without fail, 
how she was feeling was how I was feeling. And I was feeling these ways before confirming with her how she was feeling, if that makes sense, because I was my biggest skeptic in my mind. I'm like, I'm just making this up. There's no way that I'm like this incredibly nauseous, like hunched over the toilet, feeling like I'm going to throw up for no reason. Like I haven't eaten anything bad. I don't feel stressed about things in my life other than my mom going through cancer. Um, But it was just this, like, no, this has to be something that I'm absorbing. This doesn't make sense to be my experience. And so at this point, I was getting a little more clever. And one of the phrases that I started to implement was, this is not mine. And what I've learned with this is not mine is at this point, when I say that, if it's not mine, it almost instantly leaves. Whatever I'm experiencing, emotion, physical pain, it will or it will at least die down. If I still need to, um, if there's something else I need to follow up on, <laughs> maybe that sounds a little bit vague, but I I will get into this at the end, but I also believe we receive and we absorb these things from other people for a reason. I don't think it's an accident. So sometimes I think saying um, it's not mine, maybe I, there's something that I need to be alerted to or know about. And so it's not going to just easily disappear. But for the most part, when I say that's not mine, if it's not mine, it tends to just disappear. So it's a really powerful phrase that I've found and I use. Now I'm going to share one more very recent example um, about how even even though I know all of this and I've been developing this for years and I've learned a lot about being an absorber, I still doubt myself. Of course I do, because if somebody else doesn't confirm the experience that I think I'm absorbing from them, well, then I feel like, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe this is my own thing. Maybe I am wrong. I don't know. Um, So the other uh, week, I think Anthony, my partner, we're living together now. He came home from work and um, instantly I was so irritated like so irritated. I couldn't figure out why. Like nothing was right. I was just like, no, I don't want that for dinner. I don't want this. No, no, no. Like just, oh, I wanted to like, I don't know, like rip something. I was just so irritated. And before he got home, I was like amazing, productive, high vibe day. I was like floating on clouds, like singing, just such a good day. And as soon as he came home, I was super irritated. So I didn't jump straight to, I'm absorbing this from him. I jumped straight to, am I irritated with him that I just didn't process or think about until he walked through the door? I racked my brain. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I tried it on for size. This is not mine. And instantly my irritation disappeared. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to go ask him how his day at work was. And he told me about his day. It sounded like any other day, kind of boring, kind of dull. And and then I specifically said, were you irritated at work? No, no, I don't think so. And then I was like, huh, okay, well, now I'm a little stumped back to the drawing board. And I just kind of sat with it. I'm just kind of thinking like, 
okay, I don't always have to be right. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I am irritated with him. Um, we've only just moved in. So there's a lot of healing and a lot of wounds that are reopening as we're kind of bringing our lives together. So there's, there's stuff. Um, there's also a heck of a lot of love and a lot of understanding and a lot of patience. And I'm really glad that I'm able to do this healing with this person. Um, but it kind of made me think like, okay, maybe this is something that's mine. And then the next day, he proceeds to tell me about how irritating his workday was yesterday. <laughs> Talking about the day that he came home when I felt irritated all of a sudden. And it was it just, I, as he was talking, I had to stop myself from smiling and laughing because he's telling me about being irritated at work. It's not really appropriate to be smiling and laughing. But I'm smiling at myself thinking, yes, okay. So he wasn't able to recognize that he was irritated at work yesterday, or perhaps when I directly asked, it kind of went, what, what? That's a weird question. No, I wasn't irritated at work today. Um, but in the end, he was, and I absorbed it. So whether or not I had the confirmation, I was absorbing that irritation. And it was like intense going through my body. And before I understood that I could say, this is not mine, and I could create that kind of separation between the other person that I'm absorbing from and myself, that would have consumed me for the entire day and probably longer. And I would have just been in this irritated, like, oh my gosh. And when you're irritated too, and you don't know what's irritating you, like that's so much more irritating. <sighs> so those are some little stories about absorbing other people's stuff, how it can happen. Um, I tend to classify myself as quite sensitive and I tend to absorb a lot, but I think it's on a spectrum. So maybe you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I definitely absorb, but maybe not that much. Or I definitely absorb and like, whoa, Stephanie, for every story you have, I have 20. <laughs> Wherever you are on the spectrum, I think it's just important to note it and to just be mindful of the fact that yeah, I do tend to absorb other people's stuff or, hmm, I'm going to be curious to notice if I start to absorb other people's stuff. So what do you actually need to know if you are starting to notice that you're absorbing other people's stuff? First thing that I need to make so, 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 so clear for you is that it is a part of you absorbing other people's stuff. It can feel consuming. Um, when my mom was going through chemo, I didn't get into a lot of detail with it, but it felt consuming. Like I felt ill. I felt sick. I felt like, how am I supposed to get on with my day if I feel like this? And I'm, I'm fairly certain what I was feeling was a fraction in comparison to what my mom was going through. But it can feel like it's all of you. The truth is, is it is a part of you that is absorbing. There's a part of you that's also not absorbing. And having that distinction is going to be really key and powerful for you so you don't feel consumed and overwhelmed by it. The next thing that's important to know is that this is a form of communication. I'm going to leave that open-ended with you for today because that is like a whole podcast series in itself. But I'll leave it with you with a bit more context. Who do you feel is communicating with or to you? 
And what do you feel is meant to be communicated? Those are questions that I would explore and get curious about and find out more about. Um, For example, I have found that like if I sit down beside someone and instantly my shoulder starts hurting, I'll be curious and I'll look over, like if we're having a meeting or something, I'll look over and see, do they start rubbing their shoulder through this meeting? And sometimes they will. And I've found that that can be a helpful assessment tool for me when I'm doing Reiki or something like that. So I'll leave that um, for you to discover what it means for you. But how is this communication for you? What is it trying to communicate with you? And where is this communication coming from? The next thing that I I want to mention that I did mention, I brought it up to the beginning of the episode because I wanted you to listen to this episode through this lens. You can learn to control or turn on and off these sensing abilities, these absorbing abilities. This isn't something that you have to feel bombarded with all the time. And in fact, the next two steps I have for you are how to do that. So we kind of have like a prevention approach here that I'm going to get into and also like a first aid treatment approach. So like you are overwhelmed from absorbing someone else's emotions and you need like treatment first aid now or you're setting yourself up for success and you're preventing yourself from being overwhelmed in the future. Okay. First aid and prevention. So in terms of first aid, grounding is key. Think about it. You've absorbed something from somebody else and you're carrying it around. You can literally picture it like you walk up to somebody and you maybe like take their sweater off of their back. You put it on you. You're now wearing that sweater. Okay. What are you doing with that sweater? Are you just going to keep wearing it? If it's like nausea or a shoulder pain or irritability or something like that, do you want to keep wearing it? I don't. So we need to get rid of it. And what I find to be super helpful for getting rid of things that I don't need and don't want is grounding and literally letting that flow into the earth. Depending on your relationship with Mama Earth, maybe you feel more or less supported Maybe this will work, maybe this won't, but find a cleansing or a grounding technique that will work for you. I'm going to share a couple that work for me and hit home for me, Um, but we're all different beings, so find what works for you. Grounding, I love taking a shower. I find it very grounding to have the water flow over me, and I can literally picture it washing the irritability off my shoulders. I can picture it like washing the nausea out of my stomach. I can picture it cleansing myself and releasing whatever I've absorbed. I love having a shower. I find it very practical. I find it very comfortable and I find it very time efficient and effective. Um, You can also get out in nature. So anything where you are out in nature, a walk, um, going to like a dog park, playing with your dog, uh, going down to the beach, whatever is out in nature can be very grounding because you're connecting with mother earth, with nature and allowing really like the intention has to be there to release and allow what you don't need to be removed from you. Uh, In terms of grounding, walking barefoot on the grass is amazing. 
there's lots of things that you can do. I also really enjoy shaking. Um, for some people, it amps their nervous system up too much, and it's not a good technique to ground. It also, it does the opposite. For me, it's very grounding. So I will like shake and release, and I feel like, okay, what am I, I don't want this irritability, so I'm releasing it through my fingertips as I shake and setting that intention. So grounding is releasing what you don't need, specifically into the earth, letting it flow back into the ground below you, getting it out of your system as a first aid treatment so that you can come back to yourself. Okay? Again, explore ways of grounding that are going to fit for you. There are so many of them. And the final step, this is more of kind of like our preventative approach. So like there was a time where I wouldn't go grocery shopping. I hated crowds. I actually woke up every single morning and said, I hate people because I didn't understand how to control or prevent myself from being completely overwhelmed from absorbing everyone else's stuff. So boundaries are so important, so important. And again, this is going to be unique and individual to you, but in general, boundaries are the distance at which you can love somebody else for them, but they are not you. And so you're not taking that on. So like I said, it can be helpful for me when I'm in a Reiki session to be able to sense my client's physical pains. That's a beneficial use for me to have this ability. So my boundaries include allowing that sensitivity to come through in those situations. But when I go to the grocery store, my boundary is no. I will not be picking up on and sensing everybody else's emotions. When I go to my nurse job, my boundaries are extremely clear that I am not in this energetic state to be absorbing other people's stuff. And so we have to be curious. We have to be specific. What do we want? What is okay with us? And what's not okay with us? And can we put those boundaries in place to create that distance so that we can live a healthy, happy, thriving life? We don't need to feel like we can't leave our house because other people's stuff is going to get to us. We need to know how we can treat ourselves when that does happen because it's going to happen sometimes. It definitely happens to me no matter how aware I am. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes I don't notice that, oh, I needed a boundary here and I didn't have one. It's all part of learning and recognizing. So get curious with yourself. Get curious if there's a part of you that's absorbing what's going on with other people. Um, even like I included introverts in the title of this because introverts are all, all uh, sorry, often known for walking into a room and sensing the vibe of a room. And it's a much more kind of general terminology, but I think we're talking about the same thing just with different words. So yeah, get curious, see what comes up for you. And if you notice it being quite consuming, Implement some grounding, set some boundaries, and remember it's only a part of you. 
Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to hang out more, come find me on Instagram. I'm at stephanie.isabella underscore. I would love to hang out with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. If you are an absorber, if you notice yourself absorbing other people's stuff, let me know if this episode was for you. And that's it. That's all. May God bless you. Mwah. I'm not going to